Welcome to Antique Dust. Hello and welcome to Antique Dust. I'm Jonathan. I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay! So no, no, Jonathan. Mm. We need to have a heart to heart. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart, a self-made millionaire. He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's gorgeous. She's one lady who knows how to take care of herself. By the way, my name is Max. I take care of both of them, which ain't easy. Because when they met, it was mad. Oh, God, love the pun there. So this is our pop-up podcast. It isn't episode one of Heart to Heart, but this is a jolly good episode. Yes, it's random episode. It's a random pop-up podcast episode of Heart to Heart. And it's Death in the Slow Lane. And do you know why we picked this one? No, tell me. Why it's didn't got we pick Sherlock this one? Holmes in it. It's got Jeremy Brett. Not Jeremy Irons, who I keep confusing him with. Um posh English actor was Sherlock Holmes to many many people in the TV series. Of course this episode was pre-Sherlock Holmes. It was yes. 1979 <gasps> yes. he and didn't it was... place it, uh, Sherlock Holmes until 1984 if I remember correctly yeah and he went on for quite a few he did decades and so indeed. Indeed. but anyway we'll, 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 we'll go over to Jeremy Breton a little bit so anyone that has no idea what heart to heart is where have you been have you been in prison or have you been shipwrecked or weren't you born well everyone should know what heart to heart is heart to heart has got the most epic opening sequence where you have it's a general summary you've got jonathan hart uh you've got jennifer hart the the wife and and she's gorgeous she's gorgeous no i can't really do a line of standard can it she's Gorgeous. And oh, then, no, you, then you've got Max, who is their faithful housekeeper, and Freeway the dog, which is Yay. lovely. Woo! We like Freeway the we dog. We like Freeway the dog. We I like always Freeway. wanted a Freeway dog. So, um, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Hart is a self-made man. He's done something technical and made millions out of it. Yeah. Jennifer, we're, not sure, we're not sure what exactly. No, we don't really care. Uh, and we've got Jennifer, who is gorgeous. Gorgeous. She just seems to like float around and just sort of writes articles occasionally and just does things you know creative things but she's not she like fluffs, a li- she fluffs cushions and she fl- um, well no she, well, we, we, the opening sequence of this episode is that she's sorting out the drainage issue drainage issue she doesn't want to call a plumber she wants to do it herself oh, of course yes, yes. So she's she's up to her her elbows so and- we, we've got the housekeeper looking on sort of worriedly uh as though she's cr- creating brain surgery or something uh in, in his uh, sort of overalls or sort of pinny and uh, uh, jennifer looking all tousled in gorgeousness and uh, but she doesn't fix this she's uh, don't don't call jennifer hart to sort out your plumbing issues you're going to cause more problems so this episode uh, it starts obviously with jennifer sort of arm deep into uh, a sort mm. of, uh you should maybe drains. say that jennifer is played by stephanie powers who's gorgeous she's lovely jonathan hart is by robert wagner robert, he's played by robert wagner who is well-renowned film star he died in in Tower Inferno. Not for not not the actual actor though. No, not the actor, but the, he, the, he, play, he played a character in Tower Inferno. And I remember when I saw Tower and Inferno as a child. So we used Were to you get, traumatized? I was because uh, I watched. I, 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 I was I was familiar with Heart to Heart, although it was sort of growing up in the seventies. It was a bit of a a grown up show. Yeah, it was. I remember it being a a Sunday night. 
kind of show, ITV Sunday night. It was like a, it was a prime time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I, th- I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm imagining sort of like an eight o'clock kind of slot. Yeah, for, it, it was a bit. It was a big. It was a big deal in the seventies. It, I mean, it was. It, it was an aspirational lifestyle. They they live this gorgeous opulent life with a gorgeous house with gates which open yeah. automatically in our little council house in scotland we were all aspiring to, so, to, to the, the heart-to-heart lifestyle we all wanted a max as a housekeeper um but i i remember sort of catching a few episodes because it was i mean it went it aired before my uh, so after my bedtime so i was aware of it and then if i'd ever glimpsed an episode if i'd sort of squirreled myself into the sofa and they'd forgotten about me and I was ended up watching the episode along with everybody and then sort of but but I always saw him as in the heroic role and when I saw Tower Inferno and I thought oh right okay because obviously Tower Inferno is full of jam-packed with stars I mean they couldn't put it's an ensemble cast I think is it was full of stars and I'd always known him as the as, as a heroic figure and then I was watching him because he was he was with a, his lady friend. I always I remember the scene as well. It was a gorgeous suite, and he's there with a lady friend, and the fire is 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 the smoke's coming in, and they've they've uh, he says, "All right, I need to get to the, he needs to get to the other side of the elevator, and I can get help." And la 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 la. And his uh, his lady his lady friend is, "Oh, don't do it." He said, "No, I was the, I was a speedy long distance." sort of uh sort of runner as, as a college and i was thinking oh yeah he's gonna do this he's gonna do this and he didn't oh i know i, I was devastated i, 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 I laughed did he, get, did he get scorched yes um so, yeah so he died and i was very upset um but then i soon got over that with laughter when the lady fell out of the uh glass elevator and my mother my mother actually did one of her because she doesn't doesn't actually make many funny jokes but she said oh she went the quick way down that stayed the sheer hilarity of that <laughs> yeah, the sheer hilarity i'm surprised i didn't need to call an ambulance because i think i think the, the tower inferno is one of those christmas it was it was one of, it was the christmas yeah, it's a great christmas hit towering <laughs> inferno yeah, it's, it's, it's like a watership yeah. down it playing up, for it easter it lights up the sky <laughs> it lights up the sky at christmas <laughs> Anyway, enough about my little nonsense memories. The episode starts... Well, um, if we don't have any of them, then we'll have a very short yeah. podcast. <laughs> well, Jonathan is doing something businessy in London, um, which... Uh, we know not, it's, how do we know it's London? Because there's a black cab and there's a number 12 bus. Yes. Um, you know what's interesting about the bus? Why? What's so interesting about the bus? Well, the number 12 bus went through Dulwich. But that, yeah. that was the number 12 bus we used to get to get So do you know what's town. interesting about the specific bus? What was, a, what was the specific bus? It has a French number plate. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. I mean, I, they, they, they've mocked off, the, obviously, a studio in uh, in LA, sort of a back lot, and they've tried to... I make, imagine it's probably a standing set yeah, for uh, London. Uh, uh, and Jonathan Hart is wandering down this this high street. And it's all core blimey and up, up the, the apples uh, and pears. Up, up the apples and pears and all that sort of nonsense. And then the, 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 there's a few English vehicles, like the Black Cab and the Number 12 bus that keep going around. But then further in the distance, you've got all these big American Cadillacs in the background. I think, didn't see many of those in no. London. So it's it's coming up to an anniversary present uh, for Jennifer. It's Jennifer's birthday, isn't yes. it? Yes. Her birthday. Jennifer's birthday. And um, so uh, Jonathan Hart sees this classic car so which obviously jennifer will 
adore a classic Cause, car because she's a just, real classic car she's a classic yeah so our jennifer's sort of thinking oh i'm going to get some jewelry or something and jonathan goes into this car showroom and it's like this vintage car it's a bit like a a rip-off of bang bang it's that one one is very old boring well they're, they're probably fabulous at the time but it's not exactly fantastic what are you talking about the car the car right yes. and uh, the salesman said, oh, well, it's this, 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 and this, and it's just come back from Moscow, and the sort of Henry, King Edward the what's-it, or some king had driven it sometime, and it's like historic interest. Had some King Edward potatoes in it or something. Uh, something like that. It's, it's £20,000, and there's some no- nonsense about that pounds and dollars, and it's like, well, so it's £20,000, so that's that's $40,000. Yeah. Exchange rate, rate must have been bonkers. I know. Well, it was, and- We'll probably go back to that if Trump gets in for another season. Yeah, another uh, season. <laughs> All he keeps talking about is his approval ratings and his and his readership and, his, yes, and his, his, <laughs> his, oh, his so many tweets. Anyway, enough of the political crap. Um, so and then Jeremy Brett uh, sort of arrives. This character arrives with a lady, yes. um, and they are interested. That they they obviously beeline to the car. They don't expect anyone to buy it. And then there's a bit of a, a bidding against the for the car and eventually Jonathan pays $80,000 for it over Jeremy Brett's character who's very English and the wife sort of is a a little bit naughty and sort of stomps on his moccasins yes the the his his lady friend is played by an actress called Andra Akers who's actually American Mm. but she's played she had a really good English accent I was quite I was I knew nothing about her so I was um a little bit surprised to discover that she's American because actually you know, as far as English accents go, she did a pretty good job of it. Yeah. So, well, she, well, she probably actually sort of hung out with Jeremy for a long time and sort of picked sort of it up by osmosis. Picked it up. But Jeremy's obviously very English and debonair, and yeah. And, then and, we, and I guess this was the year when he had a very big gas bill. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think he had a divorce bill because ah. Jeremy there had ha- to be a reason for him turning up in. Because I, I, I was reading up about Jeremy. Brett. He had he had quite an interesting life. He was married. Then he left his wife for a man. Then he was with that in that relationship for sort of a good few years, and then was in a relationship with another man. And then he got married again to a woman. To a woman, yeah. So, um, so, but yeah. So he's confused. Dot com. Well, I think then he had he's had sort of mental sort of a rental breakdown I think he was bipolar or he had something well he was by something anyway <laughs> so the bi- bipolar but he had, bisexual. in fairness I would I would I'm quite interested in him as a an individual because he was a really good actor and then he sort of he had this tragic health issue and then sort of he passed out he was the very last few episodes of Sherlock Holmes it was it was he was muddling through yeah I mean I think if you if you watch if you binge watch not a suggestion you'd want to, but if you did binge watch all these Sherlock Holmes work, then you definitely see a deterioration, a, a deterioration and a, a, a physical and because he looks a bit gaunt, doesn't he, in the later episodes? Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, he did smoke sixty cigarettes a day. Yes, um, I mean, I bet everyone did then, didn't they? I so, didn't. I mean, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, ten-year-old me did not smoke. I know, but I don't think ten-year-old Jeremy probably smoked uh, sixty a day. 
So anyway, back to the plot of Heart to Heart. It is a little bit nonsense. Uh, it is a, it is a, like a cosy mystery, really. Uh, I mean, every episode is a bit formulaic. They do something quite fun and opulent. Uh, something nasty happens, and then they solve the, the issue. Yeah. Um, the car arrives. The car breaks down. It re- works out that the car is um, a fake, and it's just been built. It's actually been built with new new parts yeah. rather than old parts. So it's a reproduction rather than the it's, original. Yeah, it's a reproduction. Um, the Jeremy Brett and his well, the character that Jeremy plays uh, and his wife kill the sales assistant to get the sales invoice and um, yeah. so you think oh they're a bit nasty yeah um, but it would have been much simpler for them just to steal the car at that point yeah i mean but yeah, it, 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 yeah it, you would have thought it would so. be a very short episode. but it would have been very short episodes and yeah mm. uh probably and- it was just more convenient for them to allow the the, the hearts to transport the car to america yeah so it turns out the cars are fake um they're still having some fun um, the Jerry there's, Brett- there's lots of there's lots of like comedic uh, set pieces that everything that could possibly happen with an old car does it does go does wrong. With, so Jennifer driving down the freeway in this at very, two miles an hour, two miles an hour, <laughs> yeah, very clearly on the back of a low loader, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then lots of smoke going off and things, smoke bombs. It, and, it, but yeah. but the thing is, it's. It, it's a nonsense. It, it is real nonsense. I, I keep using that word. And I've got to find another word for nonsense. I'll go on a theosaurus later. And uh, Theosaurus. <laughs> theosaurus. Is yeah. that related to Tyrannosaurus? Yeah, it's like a diplodocus. Diplodocus. With a harder spine. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but, so the car gets fixed. They go to... Uh, Jeremy's character arrives. I mean, the character's called Mason and his wife is called Louisa. Um, and they try to buy the car, and they offer to pay more money. And then the, the car, they go. Jennifer and Jonathan take the car to a car rally where they have a picnic, where Jennifer has an excuse to dress up in sort yes. of Edwardian dress. Yeah, so so everyone's dressed as Edwardians for and drinking, some reason, and drinking champagne out of very big wine glasses. Would you like some champagne? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here it is in a brandy glass. <laughs> and uh, the the. Uh, uh, sort of the Jerry Brett character, they try again Mason. to buy Mason. Mason, Mason, and the wife try to buy the car. Um, Jennifer and Jonathan say, "Well, we, we, this is very interesting, so we'll find out what they're doing." So they split off. So uh, Jennifer sort of is talking to Mason, and Jonathan speaking to Louisa, and Louisa actually offers herself as an incentive to get the car, as in sort of sexual. Sexual adventures, sexual favors, sexual favors, and Jonathan politely declines, and then they're wandering around the other cars, and uh, Jeremy and oh, say Mason and Louisa try to steal the car, don't, and then they have this most astonishingly useless car chase. Clearly, the the comedic height of the episode is the <laughs> is, is the the two mile an hour car chase. They, they, I mean, these cars are the ones with the with with the, with a windy thing at the yeah. front, the crank thing at the front to get them going. So you've got you've got Mason and Louisa uh, hurtling off at breakneck speed with pensioners overtaken on their Zimmer frames, and. Uh, <laughs> And then Jennifer and Jonathan in their car chasing them. Uh, at one point, this, uh, they're throwing because sh- it's opulent. Yes. They're throwing bo- say, the basic character, the, the basic character, to slow them down and maybe give them a puncher. But these cars have got solid tires. Well, apparently this apparently, one doesn't. <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> because they've got wooden, they're wooden wheels, they're solid tires, and 
he's throwing bottles of champagne out. Well, they say that champagne. Yeah, uh, it's probably Prosecco. Yeah, probably Prosecco. It's just a cheap Lambrini. <laughs> Lambrini with a cork. How opulent. And <laughs> other fizzy drinks do apply. And uh, <laughs> at one point, uh, Jonathan gets out of the car and runs. <laughs> yes, because he can run faster. Than <laughs> run, even even run. though he does fail to catch he it. Does, well, he, he falls he, over. He trips and falters and then suddenly... Yeah. We, he, had, we had another towering inferno moment where he fails. <laughs> he fails to run. He fails yes. to run. I, yes, I should have seen this episode and thought, no, Jonathan, just stay in yeah. the hotel room. I'm a, I'm a world champion runner. Oops. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but... It was bonkers. So there, um, the 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 solid tire suddenly gets a puncture, so they stop. And but it, it, it was just so silly. It clearly tickled you. It really, really you tickled it by it. Did. So anyway, they realise. Oh my god, there must be something wrong with the car. So Max organises them to take the car to the garage. So they're all dressed in these immaculate sort of. Um, white overalls white overalls and dungaree dungarees dungarees D- dungarees <laughs> oh we missed a part as well where someone's trying to steal the car from that jonathan yeah, trying to crank, house. Ha- crank it outside and, and there, there was a, a stunt standing covering for jonathan to get into yeah. a russell tuss- a, a, a yeah. tussle i have to, I have to say that, that um the you know, there there was a few fights, and the the, the sort of stunt doubles weren't all that <laughs> convincing, <laughs> really. <laughs> but it was just great. It, it was as though if you had a wrestling match with Jennifer with uh, Jessica Fletcher for. <laughs> Oh, what was her thing? Um, Jen, uh, Jessica Fletcher, uh, writer. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. It's like having Jessica Fletcher get into the wrestling ring. <laughs> it's just like yeah. well, similarly, you know, you, just as you wouldn't want to be friends with uh, Jessica Fletcher because you're probably <laughs> She's going like a to die. Killer. <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to be friends of the Hearts because something awful is probably going to happen. It's to always you in the dark direction. Yeah. Ooh, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no one ever suspects. So, <laughs> so anyway, they have have, have uh, they have an event there. Uh, apparently, the, the, the there's some sort of concoction where the Mason and Louisa characters are Russian spies, and the authorities are following them. Um, and it's it just really bonkers. They pull the car apart in, in sort of in, in bits. Um, while Max goes out off the sandwiches, yeah. and they discover that there are strange um, Greek, Greek al- symbols. alphabet symbols on various parts. Uh, there's a lovely plot point. Oh, didn't I, I wrote an article for a, a glossy magazine, and that's got all of this. And I wrote it in ancient Greek. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, so, <laughs> something like, "Well done, Jennifer." And then they they they, they reconstruct this car. It's some sort of radar thing, which yeah. they've got the steering wheel, which goes round, and then the bonnet, which is now yeah. rather it's rather like than horizontal, some, yeah. is vertical. It's turned into some kind of radio radio, receiver, where, where, and where they're able to tune into the ham radio control. Apparently, this is like the spy master, yeah, with sort of a bit of old steel of yeah. an old car. It's a sort of over-engineered um, plot. plot that would that the hooded claw in, in the perils of Penelope. <laughs> Scott and then there's a, for. there's a finals showdown. They get they, they they all overcome it and everything's happily ever after. And then the last scene is with Jennifer giving Jonathan a present, which is a glamorous fur coat because obviously 
It's a, I bought you an early birthday present. It's not my birthday. It's not my birthday for ages. Well, here's a birthday present. It's a fur coat. So basically, she's bought herself a fur coat. Yeah. Do you know the, <laughs> you know that there's a quite a bit of controversy or oh, controversy, I'm never sure which, uh-huh. about that scene. Really? Why? Because it's well established in some point in the story arc of Heart to Heart that Jennifer Hart is not only vegetarian, but also staunchly opposed to real fur. <gasps> Maybe she became more right on veggie as the series progressed. Because, I mean, there were, there were, there were bucket loads of sit. There was, there was lots of episodes, wasn't there? Well, it ran for about, what, six I mean, th- years? This episode like was, uh, season, was episode four in season one. Um, so this might have been shown before they decided that Jennifer Hart would be a a, a, a raging a raging vegetarian. Yeah, vegetarian. because because when Max got sent out for sandwiches, it was going for pastrami sandwiches, yeah. and that's definitely yeah. not vegetarian. Definitely not, uh, <laughs> unless, unless it's um, soya pastrami, Ooh. which is very nice, apparently. Really, mm. I don't really like salami or pastrami or anything. Do you know you can get vegetarian tuna fish? Really? Yeah. Why? It's made of soya. Well, because for people who like the taste of fish, but don't want to eat things fish. with a face. Gosh. So you know what interested me about there was a couple of things that that surprised me about this, not just this episode, but Heart Heart Journal when we were watching it is that it was created by Sydney Sheldon. Yeah, when well, I did say yeah, I well, know you did. Uh, That's why I'm just referring to that. Yeah, I mean, cause it's. It was it wasn't because he's well renowned for very sort of pulp fictiony type of glamour. Yeah, well, well like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the, the door stopper um, sort of airport airport reads. airport novel, some some yeah. nonsensey gossipy mm-hmm. saga yeah. of lots of lots of gorgeous wealthy people getting up to no good and what have you. It's like the was Din- Dynasty was around about the same time, wasn't it? Dynasty in Dallas, they were. They were Dallas was. I, I, my, I've got a feeling Dynasty might have been just around the corner when this. Mm. I, I'm thinking Dallas started in the seventies, and I think Dynasty did that start early eighties. Yeah, because I think that was that was a rival to to yeah. to to, uh, to Dallas. Um, so. Uh, but it was a, it's another one of those, those things at its time. I know in our, one of our last episodes, we were talking about these action, action adventure comedies with the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. And this is it's, it's pretty much a similar vein. It is comedic. Yeah, that comedy, action, adventure. Yeah, you've got a solid, a, a solid couple and nonsense plots but it's it rollicks along quite nicely. It's yeah. very aspirational and it's mm. very lovely and it's it's non-demanding yeah now regular listeners will know that i always try and make some kind of connection with whatever it is we are watching with doctor who oh okay and so we have you know the, the Was jeremy breton doctor the, who? The, the the doctor who klaxon for this particular episode requires a little bit of uh, creativity so it's sort of like six degrees of doctor who Oh, so yeah, this okay, episode was this. directed by Sam Wanamaker, which the is father, Debbie's dad, the father of Zoe Wanamaker, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie's Debbie Wanamaker. Who's that? No, that no, daddy, you, the oh, daddy, daddy of Zoe Wanamaker. I thought you said Debbie Wanamaker. No, Debbie I Wanamaker. Did. No, is that Debbie I, I, does Dallas. <laughs> was that Debbie Wanamaker? <laughs> no, I don't okay. think so. 
we might edit this out because it's clearly ridiculous. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Sam Wanamaker, the father of Zoe Wanamaker, who played Lady Cassandra in Doctor Who. Yeah, we were talking about it because Zoe Wanamaker was in a really lovely drama series, which it was like a romantic drama thing with Adam Faith. I'm trying to find what that was because that was really that was just a really nice sort of. Well, let's have a look. I'm, I, I'm on. He's the googling. Google. He's googling. I'm, as I'm we googling. Speak. As I say, Zoe Wanamaker. Hold on. Um, let's have a look. Uh, this is this is not one of the most interesting parts of the podcast. No, I I, I do apologise, listeners, but we'd I, quite like to apologise. <laughs> we'd quite like to apologise, but mm, yeah. So filmography, film, television, okay, because it was. Um, oh, she was also in Tales of the Unexpected. Love hurts. That was it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Now, now you say that, that mm. that brings back a bit of a so, memory because it was ninety two to ninety four that way. Anyway, I can't believe it only went thirty episodes. I thought it went on for a lot longer than that. But that was they had really good. Adam Faith had uh, and Zoe Wanamaker had a really good sort of chemistry. Chemistry, set. yeah. Um, and it reminded me a little bit about the the, the sitcom from the eighties, Just Good Friends. Oh. So I Paul think Paul Nicholas Paul, and um, John Francis. Yeah, and. Because it was it was but the, I would love to watch an episode of that. Yeah, because I mean, that was really good. That, I mean, that was that was that was it was quite it was rip roaringly funny at its time because it was quite ooh gosh, wrong side of the tracks but wrong side of the tracks with money sort of thing. Um, but and this was a similar thing but more of a dramatic comedy thing. But yeah, so I, yeah, so that that that's my little Zoe one. I would like to watch an episode of Love Hurts actually. Uh, maybe we'll do one of those. Marvelous. God, we'll be doing this for forever at this rate. Yeah, both our listeners will enjoy it tremendously, won't you, darlings? So, but yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, remember that, that we, we, we got a badge this week. We got a badge? <gasps> yes, we had a thousand downloads yes, on Podbean. We got a badge. I don't know what Jonathan's going to do with his badge, but I'm going to sew it onto my swimming trunks. Wow. I've got no room on my swimming trunks because it's full of my swimming awards. I can dive for a brick in my pyjamas and a three-piece suit. Hmm? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I've collected enough bricks to build a nice extension. Yeah, it's forever. <laughs> uh, he, he wears out his pyjamas, I can tell you. Forever diving for bricks in them. <laughs> I, a, I can't a, go past the swimming pool without And a three-piece suite as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bit soggy. The Draylon will probably sort of buff out eventually uh, so, but heart to heart it went for for 110 episodes and then they had a bucket load of uh films as well so they did for tv movies tv tv movies tv movie of the week uh yeah uh, i think they but I, I was reading somewhere that they stopped because the chap that played max um died and they did they had, i think one of the last tv movies was um reading of max's will so i wouldn't actually mind watching that episode as well because i mean the the the, the sort of the chemistry between all three was just, just murder yeah. it, it, it just, i think it's really difficult because i mean all, i think all the actors were super individually uh in for, they had the back, good back history i mean you've got robert wagner i mean he's Obviously, had a little bit of challenges and drama in his life. Was this about the same time when someone fell off a yacht? His wife fell off a yacht and died. Well, certainly, his wife Natalie would fell off a yacht and drowned. Yeah. In mysterious circumstances, apparently. Whether whether it was around this time, you'll need to Google that and find out. 
Yeah, because Natalie Wood died in 1981. So this was before. This was this is, but a couple of years before. So it was halfway through. So that would probably been a, a crime for Jennifer and Jonathan Hart. Well, it would be a perfect heart to heart. Either that or Jen, Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> God, if Jessica Fletcher, the whole boat's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't don't go boating in Cabot's Cove. But no, folks, please, no, don't, no. don't do very, that. Very, very. We need to watch. We maybe should watch an episode of. Uh... Then we can sing along to the theme tune. <gasps> oh. <laughs> well, you know, they were they were looking to with the Jessica Fletcher um, murder she wrote. They were looking to do a reboot of it. Apparently, the actor that plays Jessica Fletcher wasn't particularly enamoured with that idea. I think there was there was some talk that she wouldn't mind reprising her old role, but she's. She's getting on a bit now, isn't she? But then, yeah, she's still been she's still been doing pre-pandemic sort of theatrical work, you know, sort of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's a cracking actress. I, I mean, I think Angela Lansbury just seems to be one of these people that um, will go on forever. I think yeah. she's. I think, I, I'm sure she's she's immortal. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think so a few years ago we had that really horrible year where all the stars. All, that was 2016. Wasn't 2016, it? where all the stars were. I think you had. Anis Anis Haribalis. Uh, was, was it Prince Bowie? Prince Bowie. No, Prince Bowie, yeah. Really? And but, so there was a whole load of them. Yeah, loads I, of people died. It was one of those every day seemed to bring a new celebrity death. Yeah, and we, I think that's actually probably part of the fact that you know there's a whole sort of cadre of celebrities who became famous at around about the same time and are all around the same kind of age. So, and, so and, they all kind of die off at the same and, time. And so we're we're dusting down all these classic TV shows. And sort of that nostalgia thing, and then we're thinking, this episode was done in seven. This is episode what we've watched. It's kind of fresh still now. It's forty years old. It's forty-one years old, and that's that's quite quite epic. The Jennifer and oh Robert Wagner and Jennifer are younger than we are now, and that's a bit spooky. So, which means they're younger than we are now. Well, well, in the show, the the, the people, oh, so, so the, the their char- ages, so, so their the ages, ages of the, the characters in the show the are younger than our chronological the, the, the us, moment in time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was a bit. That was a little bit confusing. But I get, I get where you. I think, going I think with all that. the listeners that sort of got me. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then <laughs> please then write in. Seek urgent medical attention. <laughs> So yeah, so there was, there was eight movies thereafter for eight. Yeah, eight movies. Yeah, so good so lord, the, the TV movies. Let me just see. Uh, yeah, so uh, Heart to Heart, Wikipedia. Um, so five seasons, uh, and all the episodes were forty-four minutes. So they did pack a bucket load in, and and there were eight ninety-minute telly movies that aired between ninety-three and ninety-six. Um, and the last ep- the last one was Till Death Do Us Part, which, um, and oh no, Max was in five of the movies before his death, so he was uh, Old Friends Never Die was his last one, or The Secrets of the Heart. Um, so one, two, three, four, five. Oh no, so his last one was Secrets of the Heart and Two Hearts in Three Quarter Time. That was the episode where. Um, he was the mm. reading so, of the will. So we've not mentioned really that that Max was played by Lionel Stander. Um, I've not seen him in anything. Was he in Bonanza or something? So obviously, obviously, listeners, um, that we we've done 
so much research in this. He was in loads of movies, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Gosh. Yeah. His he, movies, it's like his he, first... was, he was born in 1908, so he had been around for oh, a very, yeah, very long the... time. And he was blacklisted in the 1950s. Yeah, because that was that whole sort of you know, communist and... Yeah, reds under the bed and all the rest of it. So, so he, um, he, had, you know, his, he had limited a period of time when his work was a bit limited because he found it difficult to get work because of his anti-American blacklisting. Yeah, so it's. I mean, but it, he has a really sort of a, a distinctive voice, and again steals the scenes. I mean, this is another TV show where they've actually got some stars that every scene they're in they steal, and when they're all together, it's just magical. Um, also, he died at eighty-six uh, of lung cancer, um, or he, at, at the age of eighty-six. Um, so. Yeah, so he he did he did pack in a hell of a lot, and I think it's one of these ones where you've got all these film actors that flipped over to television, and then they sort of regenerated their their career. He was in Moonlighting, was he? And he was in the Transformers, the movie, or the voice. Oh, the voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very distinctive voice. So, um, yeah. Gosh, he was. I think my back, back, the, my battery is going down with scrolling through all of his, the, <laughs> his bits and pieces, but yeah, it was it was an an astonishing. Uh, uh, he was an astonishing actor. He was in quite a few sort of nineteen seventies sexy movies. Sexy, sexy, sexy time. movies. That used to get you know used to be shown in small cinemas with an X rating. And say so Stephanie Powers also. Well, she was she was born in forty two. Um, and I think she's she's still she she's still sort of working, um, but I don't think she's been in anything since. Well, oh, she was in a TV movie of uh, <laughs> Love by the Book, so I think she's been she's she's potentially doing um, lots and lots of Hallmark movies. Mm. So um, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Jonathan Scroll to IMDb. <laughs> we'll be back next week when Jonathan will be scrolling through something else. <laughs> something else. No, but I, I think it, the, the actors in this were were phenomenal. And it was very much of its time. And I think we're probably due a resurgence of TV shows like this. Cause I Action, think, adventure, comedies. Because I think everyone needs a bit of escapism because it was aspirational. Everyone felt that, all right, self-made and it was... It's, and also the soundtrack, the opening sequence was just brilliant. It's like one of the, it was it's a magnum, say like magnum and a team. It's all like very big crash. It came on TV and you knew it was like a, a siren calling everyone. To well, the you television. knew what it was. And of course you, you have the voiceover, Marx's voiceover about telling, telling you about J- Jonathan and Jennifer. And She's gorgeous. Met, and when they met, it was murder. It was murder. I really want I can't to. do his voice. I wish I could do do, do a, a decent Max voice. No. I just can't do it. No, I can't do it. Uh, but it, awesome. And I really wanted Jennifer's car because she had an open top Mercedes. I wasn't too bothered about Jonathan's car. For the one you had to hand crank and go. Oh no, that one was. Well, we don't see that in the other episode, thank Christ. Cause well, he's got, no, he's, because he's got, it's a it's a secret weapon. Because he's got an open top, uh, open top Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce Corniche. Yes. <laughs> so he also had his button, his, his shirt unbuttoned. Oh, is that it's like actually down to his belly button, wasn't yeah, it? For quite a number of. He could vajazzle his or, or do a vajazzle on his uh, just above his belly button, <laughs> if he so wished. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's I, I, it's just delicious. It really is. The fashion. It's delicious, but I would say not nutritious. It's not. It's definitely not nutritious. It's it's not as bad as sort of a McDonald's meal or some sort of turkey twizzler thing. However, it's it's one of those guilty pleasures. Yeah, it's like a happy meal. It is. It, yeah. it, well, you feel happy after the episode. You get you get a toy. Yeah, it, yeah, it do. Well, it you just get left with because they've got such a solid relationship, and I don't think in any of the episodes they ever had a, an argument or a row. Never a crossword. They maybe had a disagreement and gone, oh dear, let's just throw some money at it. <laughs> is, that, is, is, is that where you learn? <laughs> that's that. That's where I learnt my negotiation tricks. Like, oh, let's just throw some money at it. It'll be fine. Yeah, but, yeah it's great and i think we need more of these type of escapism things i mean there's so much drama on the television at the moment it's all doom gloom sort of pot boiler oh it's all going to be dreadful it's uh, a quite a gloomy time but i think that's why we need to have this type a bit of, of light a relief bit of, a light relief i mean because imagine in the 70s the, say 70s in the uk was pretty dismal you had yeah, power I think, cuts yeah and, i think you're right i think that's why Perhaps shows like this and Dallas and and so on. But you know, I don't think it was an accident that the kind of late seventies, early eighties was a a real kind of hot spot for you know these really really popular, glossy, frothy, frivolous American shows. Because so it I feel think, good. Yeah, and I think people at that time needed something to to reduce some of the gloom because it was you're right it was a pretty gloomy time really it, it yeah and i think we need to have something a little bit more frivolous back in if you bring back last of the summer wine oh, that's what that's God. what no that's what that this, is so not that's frivolous. what we need. i mean that bring that, back on the buses no oh my god i can't believe we've actually had people say after our last podcast saying on oh, the buses was great no it yeah. wasn't yes. but yes. no uh I, but i i, I it, it, it's just got a part of my heart, heart to heart. Well, I don't think I've got a part of your heart, 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 challenge it's, it's not gonna be challenging it's light relief there's a there's a really lovely banter about it but yeah anyway let us know what you thought so what was your favorite frothy dramery thing what, what's your memories of heart to heart what's your memories of heart to do heart do you think that uh, jennifer hart was gorgeous she, of course she was i mean I, I, was, I did post a few bits and pieces on instagram on at, at antique dust you can follow us on all social media platforms at antique dust or go uh, to antiquedust.co.uk there is and uh, i didn't realize there's such an amazing amount of fan base for it and i I, I put a post on it and I had like 70 odd likes within about 20 minutes just putting put hashtag heart to heart. It was ooh, just like, ooh. ooh. You're onto something here. I know. but shall, I, we, shall we watch the entire. No. No. <laughs> do a podcast for every episode. No. 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 We said no, we're doing a podcast that. for every episode of Howard's Way because Howard's Way is. You, you, you've probably not heard of this, but Jonathan is a, a big <laughs> Howard's Way, Way fan. fan. I uh, know that's probably sneaked in under the radar. Under the radar, yeah. Howard's Way is my spirit animal, and actually Ken Masters is 
is dreamy. Um, and if anyone I can actually find the Ken Masters knitting pattern for his cardigan, I want that made. And I want to have that knitting pattern. I've got Jack Rolf's knitting pattern, which I'm probably going to get made. But I want I, I want Ken Masters. You can probably hear my patterns. eyes rolling. <laughs> yes, that's true. That, that creaking noise in the background. <laughs> But anyway, my eyebrows are hovering about anyway, three feet above I think my head. We have whittled on for far too long, and um, or possibly not long enough. Not long enough for the heart to heart fans out there. But hey ho, as we say, we're on all social media platforms at Antique Dust. If you wish to email us, uh, if you want us to do any particular shows and just whitter on nonsense about it, it's uh, hello at antiquedust.co.uk. However, it's from now. It's me signing off, Jonathan, and it's me saying goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Bye. Okay, tape's running. Hello and welcome to Antique Antique Dust. Woo! I'm Jonathan. I'm Rob. Now to get. Oh, shall we start again? All right. Okay. I do the. We've already done the Antique Dust. Okay. Let's. Okay. Let's start again. Let's start again. (laughs) This has been an Antique Dust production.